from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, live for you Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time worldwide. And I appreciate you all tuning in. Once the show goes live, you can also hear us in the archives on Podbean, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Player FM, and so much more, as well as right here on MixLR, where the show will automatically archive after going live. So whether you're listening to us live or on the archive, thank you so much for tuning into it, and thank you for your support in the show that truly brings you faith, family, and so much more. And, and in this conversation, all of that plus football, the man is is on the broadcast here with me right now is Steve Ishmael. Steve Ishmael and I have, have spoken for, I want to say this is year number six, it's got to be, you know, we talked through his recruitment when he was down in Florida. We spoke about, you know, whether or not he was coming to Syracuse and the different offers and, and his commitment and whatnot and ultimately signing. And we spoke throughout his career at Syracuse. And now he's with the Indianapolis Colts working to get a job. And, you know, I think the biggest thing in introducing him in is I'm not going to introduce him as an NFL player or a former Syracuse player. I'm going to introduce him as something he said he was to me before he even came to Syracuse, which is a brother. So to my family... Welcome back to the show, Steve. How are we doing? I'm good, man. Good to, good to be back on the on the show, DT, man. You know, I haven't talked to you in a long time, but good to be back. Yeah, man. And just, you know, kind of share with me. I mean, you and I spoke all the way up to you finishing up at Syracuse, and, you know, there's been a little bit of time in between then and now. So what's been going on in life? Tell me about, you know, from the end of your time at Syracuse to where you are right now. Just speak with everybody about your journey so far. Uh, man, honestly, my journey has been it's been a roller coaster, man. You know the highs, the lows. You know after the season with Syracuse, I went straight into working out at Pete Barberito's. You know, getting right for the for the pro day. And, you know, um, it's just it's just been working ever since. You know, after the season with Syracuse, I haven't really got a break. But you know, especially with us, you know, being with the coach and how far we got in the playoffs. You know, I didn't get a chance to go back home until. Uh, I want to say February, so it's just been me working ever since, man. You know, now I'm back with them now, just working. Just got done with OTAs and just been working. And, and so for you, you know, you had an opportunity to be a part of this Colts franchise last season as you were coming into the NFL for the first time. What were your takeaways? You know, bring me into your relationship with the Colts how it all got started. I mean, let's kind of start there, how everything got started with the Colts, you know, what the conversation was like and how they originally brought you in. Uh, well, it started with Morocco Brown. He was the scout coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. You know, he took me out to eat. Uh, I was talking to him. He was telling me, you know, just being bluntly honest with a lot of things, and I felt like he was real genuine and, you know, and truthful. You know, and during the draft process, he was like what he was like the only person I was really texting me, you know, telling me to keep my head up, you know, things gonna happen, this that. You know, just telling me stuff and I felt like I had a real genuine connection with him and you know, it was cool, man, you know. Uh and after after the draft process he told me, he called me, he was like, Man, I really want you to be a coach. You know, and I decided to join the team ever since then. So it's been it's been pretty cool, man. It's been pretty 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 cool process, man. That's how I ended up with the coach though. So you go through the draft and, and, you know, you hope you get that 
opportunity to hear your name called and, and ultimately instead of you know that happening in the draft you come out as an undrafted free agent and you get that phone call just bring me through you know kind of maybe the feelings and the ups and downs and around the corners of the draft you know not not hearing your name and, and then you know getting that conversation and getting that phone call just what was going through your mind and what was going through your heart as you you know kind of had the ebb and flow of watching the draft and waiting and then ultimately getting that phone call from the Colts to be honest, man, it was tough. It was tough, you know, um, having, you know, just being in, the, being in the position that I was in, you know, accomplishing the things that I accomplished. You know, it was pretty tough, man, you know, just watching, you know, your name not being called. You know, it was, but I felt like it was most definitely a, a pain that I had to go through. You know, I felt like I've grown from it. You know, I learned so much, became more mature, grew as a man, you know. So, um, but after the draft, when I got the call, you know, it was sort of a bittersweet feeling, but you know, it was it was it was a blessing at the end of the day. You know, but it was cool, man, just to get that call from Morocco. You know, him asking me and telling me, you know, do you want to be a coach? You know, it was really cool, man. You know, I, I thank God for it. You know, here I am today, still with the team, so still having a chance to compete for a roster spot. So you know, it's pretty cool. Speaking here with Steve Ishmael, a former Syracuse wide receiver now with the Indianapolis Colts and has been with the Indianapolis Colts. Once you got that phone call and you got the opportunity to go over there, just just what you can say about the longevity because, you know, you're working it, get a roster spot on this team, but the Colts have carried you for a while here on their, you know, uh, you know connected to them in some respect, whether it's practice squad and, and whatnot. So what does it mean to you that they have continued to believe in you? And as much as you're working for a roster opportunity and trying to get on that 53-man roster, they haven't let go of you. You know, some guys, they, they get a couple weeks here, a couple weeks there, a couple days here, a couple days there. In your case, you know, the team that you ended up with, the Colts, has you going into training camp again this year. So they obviously see something in you. What does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot, man. You know, it's kind of just uh, because uh, the crazy thing is that last year, you know, as I didn't get drafted, you know, as I said, it was a tough process. The pain that I went through, you know, I felt like I wasn't really in it when I first got there. I wasn't really focused, you know. Um, I was still working, still doing what I was doing, but I wasn't really into it, you know. And the fact that they kept me, you know, I, uh, you know, they 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 always told me, you know, I talked to the coaches. They told me like, man, you have it. You know, they still they they still believed in me and the fact that I'm still on the team right now it's just you know it's just a blessing man you know I feel like um they know that I can do it and I just have to go out there and continue to prove it on a daily basis which is what I've been doing just working endlessly and if you working at, at Bomberitos I know some other guys at Syracuse have worked there as well what can you say about you know Bomberitos and, and what it's done for you what that training has done for you know your career and, and maybe helping you here in the NFL you know, Pete Bomarito, I, I know, has, has a reputable name. And, and just what you could say about that training and what it's done. Uh, it's done a lot, man. You know, it's got my um, got me a lot faster, you know, with his, um, with his health, with the physical therapy over there is amazing. You know, guys like Roberto, um, Hal, you know, those guys have really been getting me right, keeping me in shape, keeping me, you know, um, at, at, at 400% so I could go out there and be able to perform at the best of my ability. So it's been pretty cool, man. You know, I feel like he does a great job of keeping us in shape, keeping us right, keeping our bodies fit for when we go back to camp. So it's been treating me right so far, which is why I've been sticking with it. 
And to, you know, see what you did while you were at Syracuse to, to go on top of this too, I want to get some records here. So as, you know, Bob Marino has helped you from that to continue to grow and to blossom, who would you, before we get into the records, who who would you kind of give some credit to and, and attribute, you know, your while you were at Syracuse, who helped you to really hone in on your skills and, and who helped you train really the best while you were at Syracuse? To be honest, man, to be honest, you know, it has to be, Coach, Coach, Coach Babers, man. Coach Babers, he, he's he's a guy that pushed me. He's got to help me push me to my limits, man. You know, um, the mindset that even that he's instilled in us, the players and the team, was amazing, man. You know, just the dedication and the focus that we have to that we had that we have to have as a team, and able to in order to win and make that bowl game. And I feel like those things that he's taught me, you know, when he came in. As most definitely carried over to the NFL, you know, just being a professional, you know, and staying on top of your craft, uh, trying to be, just trying to be better every day. Also, Coach Acosta, you know, being at Syracuse, you know, he pushed me to my limits as well. You know, um, the receiver coach, just having a guy that that's willing to stay with that, that was willing to stay with me late at night, you know, to actually go over film and help coach me on things. You know, it's those, those two has really have have really had the biggest impacts in my lives over there at Syracuse. And you brought up. Bobby Acosta, the old wide receivers coach over at over at Syracuse. You know, just what you could say about maybe to go a little bit deeper into that and, and just how important he was for you and maybe just the relationship on and off the field, the type of person that he's been to you. Uh, he was great, man. He was amazing. Been a uh, been an authentic guy ever since the first day I met him, man. You know, um no no black and white with him. You know, he was straightforward. Everybody treated the one thing I loved about Coach Acosta, man, is that he he really helped me with character things, you know, being a being a Syracuse coach is a big and great accomplishment. But to see how he used to act to to um, you know, people we used to go out, you know, and stuff like that. Just just a respectful and humble guy, man. You know, I feel like he most definitely kept me at that level and helped me to see that, you know, it's better to be respectful and, you know, just just to keep on being that humble guy. You know, it's a lot of things that come with know, being a head football coach or a football player, you know, so I feel like he's really helped me with my character, which has allowed me to be, to be better on the field as well. You know, it's crazy how crazy it sounds, you know, but I feel like off the field things can most definitely help you on the field, so it's most definitely helped me in both ways. This coming here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora from Steve Ishmael, who played for Syracuse at wide receiver and is now with the Indianapolis Colts, where he's been spending some time from last season into this season as he gets set to work onto that 53-man roster. You came in with, with Scott Schaefer. You came in with a different coaching staff, and and then it switched over to Dino Babers. What can you say about the transition at you know, obviously it's something that happens in the NFL, so I'm sure it helps you to understand the business side of things a little bit better. But, you know, what can you say about coming in under Schaefer and then ultimately finishing under Dino Babers and what the takeaway was from having both of them as your head coach? Uh, it was it was coming in with Schaefer, man, it was great. You know, um, having somebody that recruited you, you know, that's familiar with you, it was, it was great. You know, he, he was a guy that you know, also cared about us us off the field as well. You know, um, getting a chance to be under Coach McDonald's offense and Coach Lester most definitely helped me. So right now, you know, you know, Coach Lester ended up doing the huddle offense. You know, so I had to study the playbook and, you know, stuff like that. So it's most definitely helped me in that way. And, you know, as you said, with the business side of football, it's, it, it was hurtful, you know, when the coaches left, you know, because those guys who were recruited, who recruited me. But I felt like that most definitely helped me to grow in that way to understand, you know, that it's, it's a business and, you know, 
people get fired, you know. So I feel like that most definitely helped me grow and have an understanding for that, which I feel like is most definitely beneficial, you know, in the in the situation that I'm in right now. But you know, so I feel like I had the best of both worlds because Coach Babers, you know, he came in with his different style of you know coaching, but I felt like it was it was great because he he to me it's like he sort of mimics like the NFL coaching style. So I feel like that really prepared me for the NFL. You know, he's a guy who works endlessly, you know, in coaching. So he most definitely helped me to be a professional and to focus on my craft and to, you know, um, be, be, on, be on your P's and Q's with everything. So it was it was a great mixture, I feel like. And so you had that opportunity to, to see, you know, two different coaches and, and obviously different people underneath those coaches to to see all that i mean you're a very faith-filled person you know very close to god very much about morals and values and that side of it did you get that at syracuse do you feel like dino and scott as well as their staff kind of helped to build that up in you do you feel like there was there was faith and an appreciation for family while you were at syracuse most definitely most definitely um coach schaefer preached that so much you know his famous thing was Everything is overrated except for God, family, and football. You know, he always preached that. You know, and Coach Babers, he was a guy who, who, who he, he he lived it. You know, he was a guy, you just could tell by how who he was as a person. You know, I have so much respect for Coach Babers, man. You know, he was a guy of integrity, a man of integrity. He was fair, a justiful guy, you know, a guy that fought for his right. You know, and I felt like he's, he's more so of a guy that goes into – action he shows a lot of action of him you know being a faith hell god you know which is why i got so much respect for him and you know he's he's also helped me with my faith as well you know just little things like always being prepared you know being smart with your work ethic you know stuff like that so you know i felt like those 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 two coaches have really helped me to become the man that i am today to be a professional and, and as you look at this professional career, when you left Syracuse, you left it with a lot of positives. You left with more receptions in a single season than any other Syracuse player. You also left with the most career receiving yards in the history of Syracuse football, passing Marvin Harrison, who was also with the Colts and had one of the greatest tandems in NFL history with Peyton Manning and himself. And, and so to be not only at Syracuse where Marvin Harrison was, and beat his record, but to now be with the Colts, knowing that you know he played there and, and had a lot of success there, what does it mean to you to have that connection forever with Marvin Harrison, and at the same time to you know be able to know that at Syracuse, not only did you you know work to get out there on the field and do what you need to do, but you also had set records that are going to stand, and and you know even if they get passed someday, you've had the opportunity to make history at the university that decided to give you a chance. That, that, man, you couldn't say it any better than, man. That meant the world to me, you know, coming in. My goal was to be All-American and to be a first-team All-ACC receiver, you know. Um, and I wanted to help the team get to a bowl game. You know, I didn't achieve that goal. You know, that still pains me to this day. But, you know, I'm just so glad and so blessed, you know, that I was able to leave a mark at Syracuse, you know, um, having my – picture up on the board, you know, at Syracuse when you're walking into the football facility as All-American, that's that's a blessing, man. You know, those things don't ever go forgotten. You know, as you said, growing up, I, I love my Harrison, man, and being able to, you know, break the record was a blessing, man. You know, it's, 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 it's still surreal for me to this day, man, you know, but I appreciate it, man, and I just, I'm just so glad that I was able to leave a mark at Syracuse where I was really appreciated by the fans and everybody, you know, and 
and, and and I'm just you know I hope and I hope to do the same thing wherever I'm at in the NFL. You know, currently I'm with the Indianapolis Colts. You know, I hope to do the same thing. You know, the goals to be a Pro Bowl receiver and to just leave your mark. So it's most definitely a blessed feeling to be in the the same room. You know, the same building as Marvin Harrison in two different places. What does that do for you and? And, you know, how, how can you, you – know, how do you kind of – I mean, that's a special place for you to – of any NFL team to take you to go where Marvin Harrison went and then to be where he was at Syracuse. What does that do for you to know that, you know, you, you have that connection and you set that record and you broke that record of Marvin Harrison and then to go to the Colts knowing how successful he was there as well. What does that do when you walk into the stadium? Do you get that feel at all? Do you, do you have that notion kind of with you that there is that – connection between you and him because of Syracuse and because of the Colts now? <laughs> Man, to be honest, it just makes me to want to keep on going. You know, it's I don't know how it happened. You know, I feel like all these things were just, it just happened. It's not like it was intentional. It really just happened, you know, but I mean, if there is a connection some way, man, I, I wanted to keep on going because, you know, he was a great receiver, you know, and I'm still trying to work to be a great receiver as well, you know, trying to break records and do the things that he did. But it's it's cool, man. You know, it's most definitely a motivating factor to have a future receiver that was at your college who was successful in the NFL, you know, and play for the same thing, for the same team that you're currently at in the NFL. So I feel like it's most definitely able to accomplish those goals. You know, and, and I felt like I could do it. So it's a, it's a blessing, man, just to know that, you know, you had somebody that's done it before that, that, that was put it, that was at the same team you were at. So this was definitely a blessing. You know, it just encouraged me to keep on going. You and I have talked about, and you said it's a blessing, and we've spoken a little about a little bit about it here today, but I want to get into it, you know, a little bit deeper is, is your faith, your belief in God. You know, you and I, have always bonded on that uh, you would you know give me a hug after conversations you know interviews and whatnot in the football wing and it was always god bless you were always wearing your cross if not a couple crosses just what you could say about what god has meant in your life and and what faith means because what i you know really truly love about you and appreciate about you more than anything else is the fact that you are absolutely unafraid to talk about your faith and and what truly matters to you and you wear that very, very uh, clearly on your chest, and not only do you wear that on your chest, but you, you know, you share it with other people. So, just what you could say about your faith in God and 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 the why it's so important to you. Man, you, you couldn't say it any better, than man. You know, faith is everything to me, man. You know, just having that relationship with God is everything. You know, um, I feel like the trials that you know I've been going through in life, you know, um. The pain, the the suffering, you know, I feel like it's it's a real deeper, a deeper, a deeper learn. It's it's a deeper thing that God wants to teach me, you know, that I've been feeling like, you know, I feel like I have to share it out here and on this interview today, you know, for anybody that's going through anything, it's it's for it's for a bigger purpose, you know. Um, I felt like God has most definitely been guiding my steps, you know. Sometimes we don't understand, and a lot of times we question. You know, but I feel like he still got my my steps to this day. You know, as you said, me and you were, we always talked about it. You know, from you remember me talking to you freshman year, and I came in freshman year. You know, had an okay season. The next year was okay, but you know, at the end, I was able to leave my mark. I felt like the reason why I was able to leave my mark was all the experiences that I've I've went through since freshman year helped me to push me to 
reached that, reached, reached those limits my senior year. So you know, God does things so 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 so. so I don't want to say complicated, but just ways that we don't understand. And you know, I just thank Him for everything because I felt like I'm still growing and I'm still getting stronger to this day. So you know, I just want everybody to know, you know, just to keep on pushing forward and to keep on moving that. God has a plan for everybody, you know, just to keep on going forward and to keep on pushing. We don't understand, but he, he has a plan for it, you know, so that's that, that's the biggest thing for me, man. Faith is everything, no matter what, just to keep on going and to trust that something's going to happen. And, and for you, like you said, you've been through a lot. What are some of those, you know, things that, that you've gone through adversity-wise that you feel like really taught you? the big things about life. What are some of those moments in your life that you really feel like are responsible for helping you to grow so much? You know, it, it, it all had to do, it really all had to do with football. Football really taught me a lot, man. You know, the first one was the connection that I had with Coach Acosta, you know, with the old coach staff and they got fired when they left. It was a, it was a pain and burden for me, you know, because I came in with those guys, and when they left, you know, I heard it a lot. I didn't understand. I was questioning, but you know, I felt like God had a, God had a bigger purpose, and you know, I felt like going through that trial and getting over that helped me to grow as a purpose, helped me to grow as a person, person both physically and spiritually, because then I understood that you know it's a business in, the, in, the, in this football league. It's a business, you know. And the second thing that I, that I really say that really pushed me was, you know, this one-time process of the draft. You know, being an All-American, being a guy who pushed myself to the limit, you know, had the most exceptions and not getting a combine in by not getting drafted, you know, those are things that I question so much. Like, why? How can this happen? Like, you know, and it, and it, and it pained me. It pained me so much, you know, it hurt. But I felt like those pains have most definitely helped me to grow into the man that I am today because going through those experiences, I learned that, hey, I just got to push harder. I just got to do better. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't use excuses. You just got to keep on pushing forward. You know, and I feel like that perseverance is most definitely gonna, you know, get me farther and farther. You know, that's why I keep on working every day and keep on pushing forward. You know, I feel like there's still something at the end of the goal, at the end of the tunnel. You know. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I think life always has something. You know, uh, there's always something to fight for. There's always something to to get after. Appreciate where you come from. Appreciate where you're been. Appreciate where you're going. And, and move forward from that. And you got to do that in, in such a special way at Syracuse. You know, Steve, I, I talk about, you know, the, the opportunity and, and just the blessing that God gives every year that I, I get to talk to guys that are being recruited by Syracuse, by schools all over the country. And, you know, I get to talk with people like yourself when you're getting recruited and work to build that relationship. And then, you know, you come to Syracuse wherever you go to keep that relationship going and talk with you there and then after and maybe the NFL and, and then ultimately for, you know, the rest of our lives, you know, keeping in touch no matter what you're doing. And so I have to ask you this because it means a lot to me, just what you could say about, you know, our relationship and, you know, what, what we have had, you know, knowing each other and being around each other because you are one of the people that reminded me every day why I do what I do when I went through my adversity when, you know, you go through the things that you go through with business and other people in the media and being one of the people in the media that tells the truth and tries to do things the right way. And, and just, you know, I mean, honestly, it's a very lonely world to be in the media because you get close to the players and the coaches, but the better you do for yourself in the media, the more people in the media hate your guts. So, you know, I mean, it's just what you could say about our relationship because you helped me focus 
even when you didn't know you were helping me focus, and, and that's always meant a lot to me. To be honest, Dan, man, hey, I truly appreciate you, man. I can't, I, our relationship is special, man. You know, as you said, the first day we actually talked on the media, I talked about God, and usually when I used to talk about God on the media, it's sort of like a okay, okay, but it was different with you. You had like a genuine connection when I was talking about that, you know, and, and it's crazy because we're supposed to be talking about football right now, but we're talking about God, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's always been a, it's always been a true and, and, and genuine connection with us, man. And I appreciate it. I know that I've been a little distant, been focusing on, you know, football a little bit, but every time I got the chance, I always be like, I got to talk to Dan, man. That's my God. You know, but it's, it's, it's most definitely a connection that I hope to keep on going, you know, and the fact that you are a truthful person, you know, when you write, you are very truthful. And that, that's the thing that I love about you. You know, you're very truthful. You know, you, 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 you try to stay true and t- to the game, despite, you know, other people probably might, you know, try to, so that, you know, try to finish their way to get a little bit more attention. But the fact that you're true for a man, trust me, man, that's that's gonna that's gonna go a long way. And I just hope you never change, man. I hope that you keep on going. And that's one thing I really appreciate you, appreciate about you, man. You always show love from day one, man. And I hope that I'm able to be in a position where I can reciprocate the same. I mean, where I could do the same for you, man. Because you most definitely helped me as well coming in as a freshman and said, just not knowing what to expect. But just to know that I had that support system from the media as well was so cool, man. You know what I'm saying? The fans, it's most definitely been a confidence booster that I hope that we keep on building on. So, you know, GVD, you my guy, man. We're going to keep on building on this, man. And hopefully, you know, just keep on shooting for the top. And that's the thing, you know, it's 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 people like you, and, you know, it gives me chills to have the conversation because it's people like you that, you know, keep that always front and center and that's the beauty of it is I'm not going to the top by myself I'm going to the top with with a good group of people and you're one of those people and you know that's something that that I I appreciate you know always just keeping in touch and you're one of the people that I want to see succeed because your success is you know it's it's part of a brotherhood it's part of a family and and it's it's such a it's such an amazing thing to see you working hard and getting after it and I have my I know I could get one from you but I have my Steve Ishmael signed card that I, you know, I got from, uh, I don't even, I, I think I, I got it out of a pack. No, I actually bought it. So I was going to say, I didn't get it out of a pack. I got it on, I got it on eBay. I was like, I got to get my ish card. So, you know, but it's, it's uh, but I got to tell you this, and this has got to be real deal. Like in my studio and in my office, I'm very proud of it. I have a little hall of fame and wherever you end up, when you get that Jersey, I need to have a Steve Ishmael signed game worn up in the studio because I I don't I don't put a lot of people in this studio, but I got to have my brother in the studio. So you got it. You got to make that happen for me. Hey man, I got you. I got you, Dad. Man, you know I'm working, man. Hey, they, we we on the live. We on the live audience right now, man. When I I'm sure for it, man. God willingly it happen, man. I got you. Just know I got you, Dad. Man, sign jersey, Darren on the front office, man. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and I do want to get to uh, really quick here your brother Kamal, uh, who, what he's been able to do with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I want to uh, give him a little shout out here. Just what you could say about having family in the NFL, and and maybe what maybe some hit advice he's given you. Oh man, my brother, man, my brother. You know he's man, he's a warrior, man. He's a workaholic. One thing I really learned from him, man, is that he's a person who. Learned, who who leads from example, man. You know, he's going on his eighth year in the NFL. Um, he's, he's, he works tremendously hard, man. Fights through pain. You know, I've seen this man suffering, and he's still out there battling. You 
you know, he's most definitely taught me how to be a warrior and the, and the true meaning of no excuses. You know, he's went through a lot of adversity as well, you know, um, but he always persevered, always. So, you know, man, he's most definitely taught me to be a be a warrior as well, man, to always fight no matter what. You know, it's funny, too, because he was a – he was the – um. He was an all-conference defensive. He was all-conference defensive player of the year in his conference when he his senior at UCF, and he sort of went through the same thing as me. Still didn't get recognized. Still didn't get that combine invite to go out there and compete. Still didn't get that senior boy invite, you know. So he he was pained by it too. But to see the way how he fought through it was just amazing, man. You know, we for some reason we always say, man, we don't know why this be happening to our family, man. But we just always persevered through it, man. So. He's been, he's been a great leader for me, man. Great leader. You know, and and your family in general, just what you could say about. It, I know that you have three brothers, one sister, and obviously you have your parents. And just just what you could say about you know even outside of that too. You know what your family has done for you, what they've done in your journey in Syracuse, and you know your time in Miami, obviously, and now your your journey in the NFL. Just what they've done and how they've been, and, and, and if you want to shout out anybody specifically or maybe a nugget or two of advice that they've given you. <laughs> my family has been everything, man. My family's been my backbone through the whole entire process, you know. During the draft, you know, still there hugging me, showing love, you know, it's been everything. You know, I have my best friends, my friends from around my neighborhood, you know, is over there supporting me as well, man. Family is everything. My family's been everything for me, man. You know, they've been relentless. Re- religiously, you know, supporting me no matter what, you know, and, you know, anything can happen nowadays, you know, if someone wants to go at a football, God forbid, you know, I know that I always have a family back at home who always going to take care of me and who always going to support me no matter what and whatever route I have to end up going, you know, so that's not the goal, though, but I'm just, you know, I'm just giving a big shout out and a thank you to my family for always loving me unconditionally, you know, my mom, she's an amazing woman who supports us, you know, through the thick and thin, through, air, through any and everything, you know, and we always appreciate her. And our goal is to make her, you know, live that life that she always really wanted to live, you know, which is why we keep on going hard. And and we want we want we want my mom and dad to be happy, man. You know, that's what me and my brother come on, my other brother Trevor, Andre. That's what we shoot for to make them happy, you know. And that's what we that's that's our goal. That coming from Steve Ishmael from Syracuse to the NFL with the Colts right now, getting ready for training camp. What do you want to tell the Colts? What do you want to tell the NFL if they were listening right now in this moment, deciding if they want to bring in another player, another receiver? Why take Steve Ishmael? What do they need to know about you outside of what you're going to show them on the field in training camp? What would you like the NFL to know right now? I want them to know that a God, God is first, you know, but football is everything to me. You know, um, I'm back. You know, I'm, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to compete. You know, that I feel like I'm, 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 I'm the best. You know, I'm the best at my position. I feel like I can compete with everybody. I feel like I can help the team, whatever team want, whatever team I'm on. You know, it's, if I, I can help the team in any way possible know that I'm a guy that's gonna give it my all every time and every time I get out there on the field, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my all and I'm gonna compete at a high level to make sure that, you know, I, I I do what I gotta do to win to help the team win. You know, I'm a winner, I love to win. So that's my biggest thing, just to help the team win in every way, whether it's special teams, anything. You know, I'm I'm here to play and I'm here to, you know, to last and to make a mark in the NFL. 
Have you gotten any time with, with former teammate Zaire Franklin with the Colts? Have you gotten to spend any time with him? Yeah, I, I got time to spend with Z. You know, I talk to him almost every day. You know, I see him in the locker room sometimes. You know, he say, I go by his crib, you know, just say what's up, you know, call him sometimes, let's see how things going on his end. You know, we always communicate. We always stay in, stay in touch, man. He's been a great brother for me since I've been up there in Indy. You know, we always keep each other motivated and keep each other going forward. That coming from Steve Ishmael. Once again, Steve, as always, I appreciate it. You know, I know that we can continue to have this conversation and, and talk for hours, man. So I got to get you back on the show. We'll make it happen. I know training camp's coming up shortly here, but let's keep in touch. Let's make sure we chronicle this. And maybe on the video component, maybe we can get you for a little picture and picture and do some uh, some live stuff with that as well. But love to talk with you soon and hopefully get to see you soon and, and, and always praying for you and hoping the best for you. Hey, thanks, Dan, man. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it being back on your show, man. Hey, it's a blessing, man. Thank you. Absolutely, and thank you for everything. And I'll I'll talk with you soon, brother. God bless, okay? God bless, Dan, man. Thank you. All right, take care. Uh, you too.